loving me I loving you Mothers and fathers Husbands and wives Sisters and brothers Friends for life Won't live in the past All I wanna do now Is making it last It's time for another conversation Welcome to Make It Last Podcast I'm your host, Nuri Dilo. It's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. And we're talking with Scott Hanley. Scott is a writer and an author, and he's joining me from which state are you, Scott? Portland, Oregon. Ah, okay, okay. Portland, Oregon. Welcome. It's very rainy and gray up here most of the winter. Wow, wow, wow. Not Unlike just where you're from. Yes, yes, yes. Nice of you to join us. So you're an author. Tell us a little bit about the book that you've written, then we'll talk about. The book is sort of a byproduct of an endeavor I took on when my boys were six and seven Mm -hmm. years old. And what I did, Marine, was on my way to work, I talked into a tape recorder and I tried to tell the tape recorder what I was feeling as a single dad over the weekend, what happened, what happened at the soccer match, how did I manage this? I thought what I wanted to do was leave a audio record of my experience as their dad and give it to them at some point when they had their own kids. So this went on for three years and I used up 13 of those 90 minute little cassettes that they used Mm -hmm. to put in these little recorders and each side. So I had, uh, in the end, uh, I mean, 14 or 15 hours of me just talking. So I said, that's nice, that maybe it's too awkward and too clumsy. I started to listen to them and I could barely understand myself. (laughs) So I just set them to the side for a while. And then about a year later, a very good friend of mine was working as a, uh, uh, she was, uh, taking tapes and transcribing them. She said, I can do that for you. I'll do it for your birthday. And I said, really? She says, yeah. Nice. 450 pages, single space later, she hands me this manuscript. And I'm going, this is not, I this is not working either. Because nobody's going to read this. So I started whacking away at it. And I started cutting mm-hmm. out stuff that was second, th- three times said. And eventually I got about half of it out of the way it started to become a little bit more readable and as i kept doing this noreen i kept sort of figuring out more and being able to add a few more years of my understanding of being a dad into this mm-hmm. and it started to have the shape of a book and so another friend of mine who was an editor said i'll help you with that if you want because there's some really good stuff in this book and i said well, I didn't want to write a book, but I guess I might as well. I've gotten this far. She said, yeah, let's do it. So we did. Nice. What's the title of your book? It's called Building. It's, it's the Dad Connection, and it's about building a bridge as a parent and as a basically a relationship to this these child, these children of mine, my two boys. And so I'm a contractor, and I do a lot of building of all kinds of buildings, and I've, I always felt that these things that I was doing with my kids 
was building something to them, a sort of a transportation vehicle to them. Mm -hmm. And and my emotion and my psychology and, and my interest in love and care all going sort of in this one direction. And so I said, why don't I just sort of use the symbolism of a bridge and sort of write the book around that. Which is a nice segue into what our topic is really, which is how to build the bridge. <laughs> so I, I now understand why it is that you, you use that analogy, the whole idea of a bridge, because you're a contractor. But how then do we build this bridge in our relationships? So what I learned as a single father was that it was my job to, to communicate from mm -hmm. way early on. And even now when they're older, it's still, I feel partly my job to at least initiate the communication. But I had to find paths to these two boys that they could relate to and that I was getting my message across. And so I also wanted to choose vehicles or attributes of interpersonal relationships that I felt were really good. So I built my bridge around eight or nine or so values um, mm. like honesty, trust, tolerance, patience, love, respect, kindness. I thought, well, these are all good values. Why not just use those and focus on those to make my contact with these two boys like that every day? And I think what really happened was at some point early on, I bought into the responsibility that I felt I could have as a dad and, and really work hard to make sure that my contact point to them was fulfilling one of those values. And mm. the book is segmented into those values. And I described a little bit about each one of those values that I had and used with them and some of the experiences I had actually with them uh, that I remembered. Okay, so we're not gonna go into all, but I'm gonna just pick some of them that really, Shoot. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm not a parent, but as an educator, you, you basically act like a surrogate parent to a lot of people. Yeah. Now, one of them that pops out to me that you said just now, the whole idea of tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was, you know, that's a hard one. I, and I put it in there because it was hard. It's not that hard to love our children if we're the parent. It's not that hard to really enjoy their them and, and let them feel that we enjoy them. But mm -hmm. tolerance is another thing because we have two objectives as a parent. One is to teach them mm -hmm. and in, in some way or another, mold them into a, a person who can accomplish things and understand and, and take the time to, to assimilate and basically learn. Mm -hmm. And you know this because of your, your education background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tolerance to me needed to be defined. And I defined it in the book through a few experiences and how to, to use tolerance as a way of expressing my love for these two boys. Mm. Doesn't mean you, you, we can tolerate everything mm. and or anything. But we, I was careful not to pick too many things to, to find difficult to tolerate. Ah. I, I have this uh, one sample where 
they were two really strong, capable boys, active, smart, and they had a lot of friends. And so the mm-hmm. friends are over all the time and I'm a single dad and I'm constantly picking up their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then we, we have, and of course there's a small rule that I had that put your stuff back, leave it here. And most of the time that never got done just because they were distracted and they were playing, right? And I really wanted my kids to play and really love their life first. So I had to let that go because uh, I didn't want to overrule them. I know that sounds a little mm, tough mm, to, mm. to feel, but I I had the intimidation power and I had the capacity, but I just didn't want to use it. And I didn't want to overrule them into so many things. So I said, basically, I'm going to step aside from tolerance for just a minute and talk about the rules. Mm-hmm. So I had, f- I had mm-hmm. four rules, Kareem. Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, you, you couldn't hurt anybody because they were strong boys. Number two, you could not hurt yourself, like do something stupid, like jump off a roof or something, right? Right. And three, you had to get grades in school that were commensurate with your intellectual ability. And that's not mm-hmm. that hard to ascertain. Mm-hmm. And the fourth thing was, is you can't damage any property. I said, boys, if you do that and you, and you really make that happen, you can pretty much do what you want because I trust you. Nice. Trust is another one of the, the nice. values I put nice. in the book. Nice. So that, and I did that primarily for me, Noreen, because I had to work a lot and I, I was the only one taking care of these boys. I couldn't get stuck and log, log jammed in a whole bunch of small rules that, that I was just going to end up being a policeman for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, they didn't lose any regard for, for being a person. And they understood the value of putting their shoes up and having them the next day dry instead of wet on the porch. But it wasn't something I, I wanted to spend a whole lot of time enforcing. I really wanted them to focus on those other, other four. Mm-hmm. And so I said, mm-hmm. you know, if you're really doing that, then I, I really don't, shouldn't have that much to complain about. And you should sort of feel like you could do what you want to do. So they did. And it, it was easier for me Because then I didn't, my whole tolerance things weren't really that challenging because I wasn't trying to tolerate them always leaving the refrigerator door open. Mm -hmm. All these little things that eventually add up and we become tense just because we set too many small, sort of not necessarily arbitrary, but maybe unnecessary roadblocks in their way. Are you building a bridge in your relationships? Hmm. We're going to continue the conversation after this short break when we get a word from our partners. Photography is an art. But more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments. Priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography JA. Beautiful Beautiful moments captured. Let's go. For all your events such as educational forums, workshops, book launches, weddings and more, contact Noreen Daly, the ultimate MC and event host. Visit NoreenDaily.com or follow her on Instagram at NoreenDailyJam. Noreen Daily, 
creating long-lasting memories. Are you looking for one-of-a-kind products customized to suit your needs? Then shop at Trending Things, the place where customization is always an option. From personalized gifts to apparel, accessories, drinkware, and home decor, you name it, we make it. Get your favorite designs on any item for party favors, weddings, graduations, or any special occasion, all at affordable prices. What are you waiting for? Visit our website at trendingtings.com to order your trendy item today. Trending Things, bringing creativity to things you love. Bridge building, that, that's the focus of the conversation. And we're having that conversation with a contractor. Just a reminder that if we're not already doing so, we need to be building bridges. Let's continue the conversation. It's, 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 it, it, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is they basically work interchangeably because even though you were talking about tolerance, the whole idea of trust, you know, came up. And, and how then, what about patience? Do you then think that they all basically work, you know, together oh. and you don't necessarily have them as distinct values? Is it that they just all really just feed into each other? Well, that's the symb symbology of the bridge. You know, one support goes this way, another one goes this way, another one goes another way. And when mm. you they're put together, they're pretty strong. You can put a lot of weight on a really well-built bridge. But mm -hmm. actually, Noreen, almost all bridges have the same fundamental engineering and architecture. And there are all these cross bracings, no matter how you do it, so that those all those moving parts work together to make one strong contact point. Hmm. So that's kind of how that happened. Trust hmm. is really a hard one, really hard. Why, why would you say that? Well, how can, even in an adult relationship, Mm -hmm. without trust we don't have much of a relationship at least not mm -hmm. much of a meaningful relationship and that goes from mm -hmm. you know uh, friend to friend teacher to student mm -hmm. uh, employer to employee I mean once we can establish trust we can start building a relationship mm -hmm. and we can build either around that or with that as being a pretty strong element of it that also means mm -hmm. we have to be trustworthy and mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. to set up opportunities for our friendships to be trustworthy to us with our kids it's a little difficult for them to understand that at those ages but yes. i felt i needed to model a really strong trustworthy exchange with them most of it them trusting me mm -hmm. and hopefully my thoughts were that they would learn that and and want to be that way themselves with not just their children, but their relationships. Do you think then you said that this was specifically in your capacity then as a parent and 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 as as you know for, for your boys, so to speak? I'm sure they're probably men now. Do you then think that if it is that somebody's listening and they say, you know, what he's saying. I think I'm not a parent, but I think I can apply to other areas, whether at the workplace or within a social setting, do you think having those core values as you've described them, not all of them, do you think it can then be applied right across the board to other relationships? I, I think it would be beautiful if that were the case. Hmm. And, hmm. you know, the, the trust that has to occur 
between a teacher and a student is also mm -hmm. as unique. Um, it's different than the parent and the child mm -hmm. uh, because the, it's just uniquely different. And it's, it is a really important tool that you guys have. And the, the teachers who understand that really are the ones who make a difference. Don't you agree? Mm -hmm. Hmm, hmm. I do. I do. If 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 you had to basically just condense all of what you just said, let's say in a two-step or a three-step process in terms of just how to build this bridge, because at the end of all of this is really about helping people to have healthy relationships and more positive relationships. How would you then condense all of all of what you just said in a two or a three-step process? So uh, nobody's asked me that question before, and it's a really good one. I, I put a lot into the detail of my relationship with not just my kids, with my friends. Mm -hmm. I would say I focus a lot on ex uh, being that which I say I am. And if I say I'm going to do this at a certain time, I will. And I, or I'm, if I say I will uh, talk or I will do this, mm -hmm. I will uh, uh, make sure that your birthday is celebrated. Whatever I say I want to do, and I, I think about it, can I do it? And if I think, if I know I can, then I, I, I can say it. And if I mm -hmm. say it, then I'm going to do it. And I felt all along in any relationship, my meaningful, personal, adult relationships, that that's really valuable to me. Uh, that that takes trust one step a level further, and but it wouldn't have come without really wanting to have trust. Anyhow, trust does bond a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of relationships. And I, in the you're asking me to do it in two or three steps. The first step is to want to do it, mm -hmm. to want to have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, I think every teacher, when those kids come in in the in the springtime or the fall to start the school, I think every teacher probably wants to have that bond developing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, but then the second thing it takes is work. We have to want to do it. We have to want to do the work to do it. And then we have to be creative and mm -hmm. intelligent and thoughtful about how we do it. Those mm -hmm. are the, if I were to break it down into three main steps, I'd say that. And then we have to back it up and back it up and back it up and back it up. Hmm. I'm, I'm smiling because a lot of times when people have challenges in different types of relationships, I think they forget that it's really a matter of almost going back to the basics, you know, say what you're going to, to do and do it and be deliberate and intentional, you know, and of course, wanting to do it. So I think sometimes they're looking for something out there that if they just stop to just think, and really, as I would say, just go back to basics. We'd really have better relationships. I'm with you 100%. And I think the basics don't have to be the same for everybody, ah. but they, they have to be what helps turn that person slightly more inward, maybe, because that's where all the good stuff is, and turn that person towards themselves wanting to have an exchange with, mm -hmm. with you. And so... Mm -hmm. It, often the, the the challenge there is who wants to take that responsibility which one uh -huh. of the two people want to do it right well in some cases it's already sort of pre 
set. It's preset with the parents and the child when the mm-hmm. child is young. Mm-hmm. It's preset with the teacher and the student because the teacher knows and it's preset with the coach and the athlete. But there's a lot of areas where we're just building relationships with our friends in the neighborhood or yes. even people who are coming into our family from mm-hmm. the outside, like in-laws, right? Those the relationships to me require real focused attention and a careful yes. a careful build out mm-hmm. i have this mm-hmm. other secondary phrase in my book about relationships don't just happen they're built it sounds simple but it's not mm-hmm. exactly simple and if i mm-hmm. when i say relationships are built which is kind of why i also use the bridge we have our kids right we have them we may not be able to choose them but we do have them. Now what's next? If we just let having them be the relationship, not much is gonna happen next. But if we start carefully building a relationship with them when they're, when they're starting to talk or when they're starting to emote and just keep going with it, at the end, we have a pretty phenomenal relationship. We should treat our best friends and our, our most meaningful relationships the same way, mm. as if mm. they were our children, not in a, a higher or lower level relationship mm-hmm. but the, the the wish and the desire to make contact in a meaningful way so that's on one of the two parties to do it excellent note to end this conversation on thanks for sharing scott you're welcome yeah this was make it last podcast it's all about helping us to have better relationships not just with ourselves with other people i'm noreen daily until next time Fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers.